This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. and happy Thanksgiving. Let's talk about the best and most underrated side dishes because that really is the best part of Thanksgiving. As you know, there are many ways to cook a turkey, whether or not to brine a turkey. Uh, And with all the variables that a giant bird has to offer, the turkey can come out dry. And that's why it is very important to have excellent, wonderful, succulent side dishes. And I've always been a big fan of the classics. Uh, Like many of you, I have a food allergy. I have celiac disease, which I've talked about, you know, in exhaustive detail. Sorry about that. But it is not hard to substitute pretty much anything on your Thanksgiving day table with stuff that is gluten-free. And, uh, you know, I, maybe you've heard these tips in the past, but we're going we're gonna to play some of the hits. Obviously, uh, one of the most important things to go along with the bird is gravy. And you can do gravy in a number of ways. A lot of people just like to boil down giblet juice. Uh, my mom taught me to shake like a quarter cup of rice flour along with a cup of milk. And then you just whisk that constantly over medium to medium high heat until it starts to bubble. You add chicken stock, salt and pepper, and of course, uh, some of the juicy drippings from your turkey. If you're trying to make it vegan, well, you have a very boring Thanksgiving ahead. But if you want to do that, just substitute the milk with almond milk. And of course, uh, you can add vegetable broth instead of chicken stock, but there's still a great deal of whisking. And you want to make sure uh, you put the milk and the flour in a jar and you shake it really, really good to get all of those lumps out. Because even when you're cooking, sometimes rice flour especially can ball up and it is much more difficult to whisk away the lumps. So try and do that with a cup of milk and the quarter cup of flour before you start. And then it's really about adding the chicken stock until you get the right consistency. Salt and pepper, obviously, but the key to wonderful gravy, in addition to the turkey drippings, is, of course, vermouth. And that is one of the the great secrets to sides when you're making a complete Thanksgiving feast. But, you know, you whisk until you get the right consistency. It's really hard to screw up. And then if you put that on a dry turkey, you will never know. You know, salt and pepper, obviously the key, everything in moderation. Never be afraid to taste as you go. And that's how you can make a a pretty easy gluten-free gravy. Of course, you can make it beforehand and just heat it up in the microwave on the stove if you have room, if you are a guest at someone's house. And, you know, that goes also well with mashed potatoes. And even if you do mashed sweet potatoes. Now, sweet potatoes for me are a given on Thanksgiving. And I love the sweet potato casserole with 
toasty marshmallows on top. You can do brown sugar and pecans as well if you want. But there's something about the sweet, sweet mashed potatoes that goes so nicely with green bean casserole. And that's another thing that you can do gluten-free. You can find gluten-free crispy onions to make that beautiful green bean casserole with, which is very easy. It's just cream of mushroom soup, a can of green beans. You can stir that in the microwave, heat it up in 30 seconds, spurts for about two minutes. You add some cheese and then you sprinkle the crispy gluten-free onions on top. I find them at Whole Foods. I don't know if they have them at Trader Joe's, but you can find you know other places where if they have a glu- good gluten-free Thanksgiving section. Um, and you'd be surprised what you can find at Target and Walmart in their food sections if you go to one of those bigger stores. And you just sprinkle those on top. Greaming casserole. It's not something that you have as a side all year long. And, you know, I'm of the belief that you should do a massive workout on Thanksgiving morning so you can metabolize and take on enough of these sides, which, you know, it's really worth it to go on a longer run and move everything through. So you do some intermittent fasting. So by the time you get to your Thanksgiving meal and don't blow it all on hors d'oeuvres, you don't have to eat every cheese and cracker and rolled up salami slice when you get to your host's house. You know, really wait for the big meal and that's when you can enjoy the sides that you're bringing, um, which brings us to stuffing because it, as celiacs or the gluten intolerant, it Thanksgiving can absolutely suck. And, and you will probably, if you're going into a traditional home where they don't really give a rip about food allergies, you're going to have to make a bunch of your own stuff. But it is very easy to make stuffing. All you do is you take a loaf of gluten-free bread, cut it into little one-inch squares, toast it in a low oven. You don't have to toast it till it's brown. And then you saute onions and shallots. Um, You add chicken stock, you whisk an egg, pour a little bit of the chicken stock into the egg to temper it. And then you add all of that together. You toss the, the chunks of gluten-free bread in all of that, salt and pepper. And then the great thing about stuffing is you can throw anything in there you want. And and some people like it really basic. They just like the bread and the stock and the onions and salt and pepper. I like putting everything in there. I really do. I like walnuts. I like pecans. I like dried cranberries. I like sliced green apples, celery, lots of onion. I want as much texture and flavor as possible in the gluten-free stuffing because it's really, again, something you only have maybe once or twice a year. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Like maybe you have it on Thanksgiving and Christmas if you have a big Christmas feast with some of those traditional items. But that to me is fantastic. And, And experiment, you know, try making it ahead of time, especially the things that are most important to you. No one really cares about the green bean casserole, but you can try to make it ahead of time. 
And then the next day, you want to hear something fun to do with a green bean casserole, and this is really easy. Um, you can chop up some of the turkey, mix it in with the green bean casserole, and on top of even if there are crispy onions on top, you take the leftover mashed potatoes, and it's almost like a shepherd's pie. So you chunk up some turkey, you mix it in with the green bean casserole, you put a layer of mashed potatoes on top, sprinkle some cheese, and put it in the oven at 350, 20 to 25 minutes, just long enough to heat everything up. And that will be such a fantastic and satisfying side uh, the next day when you're enjoying the turkey day leftovers, which is really honestly the best part. Making that plate with all the leftover turkey and gravy and cranberries. So, you know, this is when we have to veer off into a very special zone because there are two things that, for me, complete the meal. And number one is cranberry sauce. And I know there are different camps here. And people who grew up in the Midwest, sometimes they just like the uh, can-shaped blob of jellied cranberry, which is fine. And you slice it. No one really eats it. No one cares. I personally like the bougie cranberry sauce that you make. And you make it with orange zest, fresh orange juice, a cup of sugar if you're using a whole bag of cranberries, and you just boil it and cook it until the cranberries pop and kind of turn into jelly. You can also add, and I know I might sound like a heretic here, you can also add a little bit of rum to that to just, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Chad program this meal and just add booze to everything, okay? Because you've got the vermouth and the gravy. You can add a little bit of rum to the fresh cranberry sauce because with the orange zest and a little bit of orange juice and the sugar, it really is perfect. And, of course, if you like, you can throw some powdered ginger in there or cinnamon or nutmeg if you're feeling uh, very experimental. It's all fine with me. You know, if, if you want to use spiced rum, feel free. Yeah, Captain Morgan's it up. I don't give a rip. I just want you to have a great time and be proud of whatever it is you're making and serving and, and sharing if you're trying to talk people out of the canned blob of jelly cranberry sauce. That's fine. Another thing, and this was a recipe that I learned about years ago, reading an old copy of Bon Appetit, which, you know, is like playboy for cooks. It is really sexy food porn. If you find the right recipes and you latch on to them and you take them with you throughout all of your Thanksgivings. So this one is, uh, it's very simple. A lot of people, they don't like sauerkraut at Thanksgiving. I think any sort of fermented cabbage, anything that is going to aid in digestion, is your friend. So this one is very simple. It is just sauerkraut that you heat up, you add fennel seeds, and a little bit of vodka. It's all going to sound weird, uh, but that is a tradition now that I have been introducing to my Thanksgiving table for about 15 years and it is it is perfect it is it is a wonderful side because that's what thanksgiving is you're not gorging on just one thing because you know a lot of times when we make meals at home it literally is protein veggie starch it's very simple we only have like three things but this is where you can have 10 things on your plate and each little taste enhances all the others and it we look forward to it because you know it, unless you're you're going to the golden corral and uh, 
filling your 600-pound head hole uh, five times a month, most people don't indulge in the buffet-style, rich, yummy, colorful foods that we do on Thanksgiving. So introduce the the fennel vodka-infused sauerkraut. Warm it up. Do yourself a favor. Do the fresh cranberry sauce. Have fun with it. Do the gluten-free uh stuffing and don't forget to temper the egg yolk otherwise it will turn into scrambled eggs you know that and then with stuffing again add sausage add chicken apple sausage add you know sweet italian sausage you're not going to ruin your stuffing as long as there's enough liquid in there and uh, obviously a lot of love everything is going to be aces So you have to let me know how all your sides turn out. Hit me up on X at Kennedy Nation. This has been Kennedy Saves the World, the Thanksgiving edition. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.